0: cliffcentral.com. All right. So let's turn our attention as we do on a Monday morning to Dr. Hanan, who is ready to stand by and give us uh, our edition this morning of It's Going to Be Okay. This is where we uh, we check in on the mental health of individuals and of all of us in general on a Monday morning. First thing. Hey, Doc, how are you? Hey, guys. I'm well. How are you doing? Good. Very good. It's nice to see you. So we received, we received we an anonymous email from somebody who wants some advice. So let me read it to you quickly. I'm, I'm a male in my 30s. I've been having an affair with a friend's wife for the past year and a half. He's not a close friend, but he is in our friend group, and I've known him for 20 years. I justify this to myself by saying I'm much better for her than he is. I'm in good physical shape. I have a successful career. I'm highly qualified. We complement each other perfectly. He is in poor shape, physically unattractive, and doesn't have many prospects for the future. It has become more of a secret relationship than a physical affair, and I've told her that she needs to leave him. She said she'd be fine. Uh, She would be with me if she could, and I was given the impression that she would get a divorce, but this hasn't happened. She has tried to have the conversation with her husband, um, but she kept having excuses as to why she couldn't do this, ranging from family and social stigma to not having the emotional strength to do it. All this time... We've continued to see each other, but we've had constant fights about her still being with him because it means we can't see each other often and she still does normal couples' activities with him. They don't have sex apart from maybe once every six months when she feels obligated. I love her. I see a future with her, but an emotional turmoil like this is debilitating. Am I a terrible person for not feeling guilty about this or not being able to break it off? Wow. Sure. Um... So Doc, what do we yeah. do? What do we do here? First of all, tell us what's going on psychologically perhaps with her and with him. You you haven't met these people, so you're guessing a, a lot of this, but I'm sure that you've heard similar situations.
1: Uh, I've I've heard many similar situations and I do wish he was on the show so I could question some of his justification. But what's interesting is that we have to remember that the human mind can justify pretty much anything, which is A a complex mechanism that makes us relinquish guilt. It just um, makes us not feel guilty anymore because we can justify why we are in a substandard relationship. Why are we in a substandard job? Why we uh, give ourselves permission to, you know, cross a red robot and break the law or do something bad to somebody else. So it allows us to sleep well at night, which is an incredible mechanism, but it um, just gets us stuck because now I can stay stuck in a substandard relationship. I can stay stuck in a substandard job. Mm -hmm. I can stay stuck acting in ways that are um, quite consequential for my, for my future. So he's justifying saying I'm better for her. I'm in a better shape. I can offer her what her husband can't offer her. I'm not such a great friend with the husband. So it doesn't really matter. So he's justifying his behavior, which is, um, which is a, a, great, a great complex, as I said, human phenomena, but maybe it doesn't serve him well. But task to, to answer his question: uh, Is he a horrible person? Well, just let's just take the judgment aside from, for two seconds. I like to uh, advise my patients to abide by certain basic tenets to in living life. And if you feel that you should be living life or well, lying, stealing, cheating, anything that serves you. In the long run, well then you're doing the right thing. But obviously that's not that's you can't live that way. You gotta live by particular rules that makes us civilized. And you know, you were talking on the show about uncivilized behavior earlier. We gotta psychologically we've gotta live by certain predictable, consistent rules that serve you for the next forty
0: years. Well, even even, uh, back to- even Johnny Depp and Amber Heard that we were talking about last week, you know, and, uh, this thing's wrapping up now. And uh, we've seen some really uncivilized behavior going on there.
1: You can't live, It's psychologically it's dysfunctional.
0: So you asked, is he, is he
1: a bad person for not feeling guilty? He's not a bad person for not feeling guilty. It's just not a functional emotion to not feel certain things when you should be. So well, the way we judge dysfunction is we ask ourselves, or certainly I ask myself when I see my patients is, do you feel the appropriate emotion in the appropriate environment? So do you feel guilt when you should? Do you feel anger when you should? Do you feel sad when you should? Do you feel anxious when you should? And if the answer is yes, then you're a functional person. These feelings, there's nothing wrong with them as long as they come up in the right context. To feel anxiety when the lion is in the room is very functional. To feel guilty when I hurt somebody that is within my social circle is very good because it helps me go and correct that, that behavior. So appropriate emotion, reasonable emotion in the right environments are very good. When you don't feel those emotions, when you don't feel guilt when you should or anxious or sad or insecure or frustrated, then that becomes dysfunctional because your behavior is not going to be guided in the right direction. But the the most important thing that I just want to highlight is act in ways that are consistent and service your long-term goal. How many times on the show do we bring up the difference between kids and adults and where kids are guided by their emotions? What I want, me, me, me right now uh-huh. versus adults that are guided by the long term goal. You should direct your behaviors not towards what I want right now, but rather what will service the long term goal. So if this services his long term goal, by the way, and I've seen situations to be honest where you you meet somebody the other person is married and you go you know what i want to be with this person another person wants to be with me and that will service our long-term goal for the next 40 years that's an appropriate and a reasonable conversation to be had but you don't do things behind your back just to satisfy an immediate need whilst hurting somebody else that is not appropriate
0: all right <clears throat> let me just ask you this first of all um is there any justification because he, he he compares himself to the other guy and he says he's better off, he's better looking, he's got prospects, his future's bright, the other guy's fat and not very attractive, and he says he hasn't got any prospects. Now he's weighing himself up against this guy, but it seems like the woman in this case is not in any hurry to break it off with the guy that she's with. It's
1: such a waste. I, I, wish, I wish they were both on the show. I, w- I would ask him first. What do you want? What do you want? Do you want to test it out? Do you want to see whether she can offer you maybe something that somebody else can't? And I would ask her the same thing.
0: So I I think he's been, and again, I don't want to try and read tea leaves here, but I think he's been very clear. He wants her to break up with the other guy and be with him. He wants this for this. what,
1: for what, for what? But the the question is for what? So is it a short term, is a short term stint? Do you feel that she can service? Do you have kids? Do you think she can service you as a wife, as a mother to your kids? Does she have kids herself? Do you think he can be a better father to the kids? Do you think you can support her with more financial resources, emotional resources, intellectual well, says, resources?
0: I mean, again, I'm just going to quote here. He says, I love her and I see a future with her. Mm hmm. So maybe, right. he's, maybe and I wonder, he's thinking long term. So, so then right. is he expecting her to just dump this other guy? And the reason that she might not be doing it—again, you're the psychologist—I'm just looking at this from the outside. If she's not rushing to break it off with the guy who she's currently married to, maybe she doesn't really want to. Maybe she's not taking right. him seriously.
1: Right. I would ask her the same question. What's your intention in this? Again, can he offer you something in the future that your husband can't? Maybe it is worth your while to investigate whether there's somebody out there that's a better, a better fit for you than your current situation is. If there are kids involved, that brings another new dimension, another new level to this whole story. What I, what I want to highlight that will be valuable to the, to the people that are listening that are perhaps going through the same thing. Just remember when you date somebody that's in another relationship, you experience them in a particular way and you think this is how they are but in reality once they end up with you and they wake up in the morning with you and they go through stress with you and they get home after a terrible day with you and they have a fight with their mother and they come home to you it's a little bit different so experiencing a person in a particular environment and a situation you think you know them But the reality is you actually don't know the full spectrum. So you might go, well, I want to, you know, I know this person really well because I've been having an affair with them for the past three years. Yes, you know them really well as a person that you've been having an affair with for the past three years, period. But if you want to end up with somebody, you must be able to get to know them in different contexts and different environments because we are different in different situations, just as a side, as a side note, that's quite important here. You know, human personality is not static. If you had to write a personality test, let's say the most comprehensive personality test ever written a million questions, and it spits out a result. And it says to you, you are this mature, you're this intelligent, you're this introverted, you're this insightful. It plots you on a graph, but in reality, guys, the, it's very different because we are different in different environments in some environments i'm mature in other environments i'm immature in some environments i'm insightful other environments superficial some environments introverted and some environments extroverted right and that is pretty normal we adapt to the environment so to say you are x is like saying to a chameleon you are green And by telling a chameleon to be green, you're taking the essence away from a chameleon. Us as human beings, we can be very different in different environments. And when you're dating somebody that's in a marriage, you are seeing them as green. But if you want to have see the full spectrum, you want to see them also as blue and as red and as yellow in different contexts, in different environments, which is just not available to you when you're dating them as they're married. So just... Just be careful of labeling and saying, I know this person, when in reality you don't really. But the only way to test it is to date them outside of the marriage, which is a gamble for everybody, especially when you're breaking up a family.
0: How about this from Parallel Parking, who says, how much of her desirability is the fact that she's not really available?
1: Yeah, the chase is real. The chase is real. You know, we like to chase. We like to try to get something that is scarce and not available to us. You know, marketers use it to perfection. You know? Yeah. three hours left till the specials over. Right. Only two items left before yeah. it runs out. You know, so, and then we, we chase because, you know, us as human beings, we programmed to have abundance. Uh, we programmed to have endless of something. And the moment society, the moment the environment says, well, you can't have at all you can only have x suddenly rush to get it so when she's not available and the fact that she's not available could definitely psychologically spur uh, an interest and motivation to go and chase her for sure that could be a factor
0: so tracy says this i'd like you comment on this one before we wrap it up um by not leaving his friend not being able to make the hard decisions i.e leaving him divorcing moving out explaining to family etc she'll never leave him it's easier for her to stay in the marriage you agree with that
1: well, the most difficult thing in the world, the most difficult thing in the world is change. The human brain doesn't like to change. It like to stay stuck with what it knows. Right. We don't create what we want. We just recreate what we know. We just keep on repeating familiarity. And I would rather, and I'm saying this is a psychological fact, people would rather stay in an environment that, does, that, that is unhealthy than jump into something that's better because of that the, the phenomena called cognitive dissonance cognitive dissonance is my brain trying to adjust to a new reality right so for somebody to move to a different environment to a different person to a different reality the positives and the and the carrot so to speak needs to be so much more significant than the stick of what you're getting in this relationship They must be worth your while there must be more motivation much more of a pull to make a relationship, to make somebody jump out of a relationship and I, you know, I talk to people that perhaps want to leave, you know, people that are thinking about immigration and it's links because I tell them something very similar to people that want to leave relationships. I say to leave relationship, there must be a pull and there must be a push. Otherwise it makes it very, very difficult to jump ship a pull towards where you're going and a push from where you're at. If it's just a pull, it's not enough because you're always going to go, well, I regret my decision. And if it's just a push, well, you don't know what's on the other side. So make sure that the pull is real and make sure that the push is significant to make the jump much more significant.
0: That's such a good point. Uh, Leanne, anything you want to throw in before we say goodbye to Dr. Karnan?
1: No, it's so so much of what you're saying I can relate to. Um, I think there's also this... I don't know how to put it into words and perhaps you can help me. But when you're having an affair with a married person, there's this like phenomenon or the way that you feel, which makes you think, wow, I'm so much better than that other person. If he is willing to um, disregard the fact that he's married to this woman and go for me, that makes me feel really special. I
0: must be something.
1: Right, right. So one of the eight non-negotiable, um, let's call it boxes that needs to be ticked in any relationship is the, and it's a very, it's a very important, very deep psychological need is the need to feel desired. And when somebody desires you and chooses you over their partner, that really pushes on that button, that psychological button of, I am desired. I am the chosen one. But remember, in the long term that means nothing it's just because somebody's cho- choosing you now it doesn't mean they'll choose you in a minute from now so that feeling <laughs> that you think is really like will serve you for the long term wow. it's not really serving you it's it's, not, it's just an illusion for the long term it's just like having a it's it's like having a uh, a chocolate cake and think that you'll be satiated for the next 50 years right well that chocolate cake is an illusion it tells you it makes you feel really good now but in three minutes' time, he'll be hungry for more. The same thing for the feeling of being desired when somebody has chosen to be married to somebody
0: else. Sure. Well, uh, advice for this guy, just to, to, to cap it all? I mean, you, you asked, you know, he's got to ask himself some tough questions, but what, what would you suggest is the best course of action for him now? Give up on this girl? Or... Uh,
1: no, very simple. To have an honest, once off conversation with this woman ask her what does she desire and her answer will be either i want to be with you or any other answer means i don't want to be with you so if she is yes maybe i don't know let's just see it means no so she either wants to be with you and you can pursue that avenue or any other answer means you've got to let it go and find somebody that wants to be with you.
0: Well, Anonymous, I hope that helps you. Dr. Hanan, always good to see you. And thank you for joining us this Monday morning. We'll Great catch to up with you, you guys in a week's time. There he is, Dr. Hanan see Bushkin. You, you, can, um, you can obviously send us an email. If you have some kind of issue you need resolved, maybe you've got, I don't know, a complicated question, you can remain anonymous too. You can also send us an email. Contact at cliffcentral.com. We want to hear from you. Cliffcentral.com.